This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, play WFAN. It is 1023 on this Halloween Eve. Pete Hoffman with you till 2 a.m. When Mr. Peter Schwartz takes over. We got a special guest on the line right now. Current free agent, formerly of the uh, Oakland A's, World Series champ with the uh, Washington Nationals, all-star with the uh, Cleveland Indians. Jan Gomes joining the phones right now. What's up, Jan? How we doing? How we doing, guys? Man, good to, good to finally be back on. I do. It's been, it has been a while. Listen, it's a long season for you. You know what it, it is. What it is. You got. Yeah, you, you had a lot going on. There was a little uh, change in 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 place for you making your way to the A's. How was the during trade deadline? By the way, uh, I was. Um, I think it was the first time I've experienced being part of the trade deadline. That was. Uh, it was kind of strange. Uh, it kind of all happened kind of quick. Um, some guys knew they were getting traded. Uh, a couple of us were on the fringe, and then. Once that day came, all of our names started being put on the on the trade rumors, and literally, um, I was so I lived in Virginia when I was in Washington with DC, and I'm telling my wife like, should I should I go to the field? I know I'm getting traded now, and uh, <laughs> it was really like two o'clock in the afternoon. I started headed to the ballpark, and by three thirty, I'm driving home because <laughs> I got crazy. traded. And like, it was one of those days, man. It was. Um, very weird. Um, it was kind of a, a, a quicker dismantle of a team, but I mean, all of us were going to be free agency going into free agency, so we understand the part of the business. Yeah, it was. It was. I remember you were actually texting me about you some UFC stuff, and I was like, should I ask him if he's going or not going? I mean, but I, I listen. I understand, man. It is. It was obvious with the Nationals, unfortunately, what was going on. Yeah, I mean, um, we we got um, we were being we were told. Um, let's, let's um, put it this way. The GM was very honest with us. Um, with, not so much with us, but with the media. And uh, he kind of went out there and said that his decisions were going to be made within what happens the next week to 10 days. And um, we went on a, a little bit of a rough stretch um, during those days. So, um, yeah, um, he wasn't lying. Well, it, it, but you got to be honest. I mean, for someone who is a diehard baseball fan, who loves watching baseball, who's seeing the pennant races going on, seeing the, the wild card races going on, as a fan, it's like, okay, you see people get traded, whatever, it's no big deal. But for you, you're going from a team who's you know not doing well, now you're going into a, a wild card mm-hmm. race. It's got to be, for you, it's got to be uplifting a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. When, um, you know, I, I, this is my third time being traded. 
Um, so you kind of understand that um, I was told earlier on that when you get traded, it's the other team really wants you. So you got to, you got to take that part. So it was, uh, it was very humbling and very, uh, very um, excited about going to, to a team that was contending. Um, you know, it was an honor to be, you know, being put in that position to um, join the team in the race. Um, obviously, you know, we came up short, but um, no, you try to make the best of uh, situations when they come. I know we're talking baseball right now with you, Jan Gomes, and I know that we came on to talk UFC, but I have to ask you a couple, <laughs> couple, couple last questions because you are the top free agent catcher right now available. That that mm-hmm. is the truth, and the New York Yankees are definitely the biggest question mark on their team is catching. Uh, I'm not going to ask whether or not you would like to play for the Yankees, but let's be realistic. What is what is Jan Gomes, someone who has you've won a World Series. You've you've been you played in two already. You're an all star. What do you you've pitched? You've caught for some amazing pitchers. Mm-hmm. What is Young Gomes looking for? Is he looking for uh, a, another championship, or is he looking to be on a team where he could really uh, in, improve and and work with some some amazing pitchers? Well, really, I'm looking for that. You know, the ten year, three hundred million dollar deal. I won't <laughs> settle for anything less. <laughs> no, um, no, man. I mean. Um, once uh once you play long enough, all you wanna do is uh be on a team that, you know, has a good time and uh is contending and is um I um I don't mind being on that team that's on the fringe of contending. I don't mind being on the team that's that is contending or, you know, going to it. So um yeah, I mean, to be honest though, like I'm uh um my family and I are gonna you know, sit down, talk about it whenever that, that time comes, wherever that, that place is for us, whenever that time comes. Um, I think, uh, and I hope we'll, we'll try to include a lot of people into making that decision. And, uh, we're, um, we're looking forward to it, but, uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, being on a contender, being, being something that we're, you know, watching the playoffs now, man, uh, it, it kind of makes you realize why you love playing this game so much. You know, um, not that we need any kind of reminder, but, you know, you're watching um, some of those playoff games and the excitement of it. You know, fortunately enough, I've been in uh, uh, several of those, and uh, you kind of, you know, remember that feeling, and you're like, man, that's that's what you play for, you know, making it to the playoffs, getting to that chance to, to win a World Series. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, if, if that answers your question at all. It does. It does. I have a question for you, though, now. Again, I will have tons of questions for you. But uh, that's my job. That's what I do here. Uh, but, okay, so you watching this, watching the World Series, watching the playoffs games, you watch all this stuff, and it's getting you in, in the – you miss baseball. You miss playing in these moments. But how do you feel yesterday? Because you're on this side of it. How do you feel yesterday watching Ian Anderson get pulled after a no-hitter? <laughs> Man, it's it's even like just to test the question, um, the str- strategic part of the game right now. Um, it's um, it's developing really quickly to where guys can like any of us can even understand. Um, fortunate enough, they came away with the win. Um, I don't think you ever, in any way, shape, or form, ever <laughs> take out a guy. You know, I get, I mean, it's the World Series, I get it, but, you know, he's five innings cruising 76 pitches, I think. Um, I don't yeah, know. It, yeah. it's, it's one of those that's like a, it's a, it's a puzzling 
thing, but, you know, the Braves um, have got an unbelievable bullpen. They're hot right now. I've gotten to face those guys tons of times, so I, I understand their confidence in them. So, um, yeah, but it, it, it's going to puzzle a lot of people, but it's kind of funny because at, towards the end of the game, and um, I'm going to say I led Miss Dia, dumps, on, dumps one in the left, and then everybody's like, oh, no, the, the no hit. I'm like, I could give a crap if we throw a no-hitter right now. I just want to win this ball game. And I think that's probably what was going through the Braves' mind to where they felt like, all right, you know, no hit or whatever. Ian Anderson, Ian Anderson gave us, you know, what we needed. You know, we wanted to get him through five, and then they went to the to their weapons. Do you think though that that's part of the 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 issue with baseball? Not that because again, I'm I'm a baseball lover. I love it. It doesn't make a difference. I want my team to win. But re- yeah. realistically, a lot of people were talking about how there was buzz behind the World Series. The numbers, the ratings haven't been all that great. Not saying that the ba- the ball players care so much about ratings because you do want to win the game. But the fact yeah. is, is that there are the there was buzz about a no hitter, and you turn it on, and the, pit, the starting pitcher's gone. <laughs> Um, I think the the buzz of everything with baseball is being created through a a very opinionated um, social media platform. I think that's just gonna that part is gonna happen whether we like it or not. You know, we have multiple and multiple platforms of people that are just giving their opinion, but um, and it's sometimes and a lot of opinions are being taken seriously, uh, and I think that kind of stuff can draw people out of watching the game you know if you work for baseball promote baseball that's all that's all we can ask but um i feel like it you know it's kind of like the bandwagon thing you know like oh the guy's throwing a no hitter and this is when you're going to watch the game <laughs> right you know oh uh, oh the lottery is at 300 million dollars now it's when you're going to play it you know it's like it's the right. world series man it's it's one of those things that you know you you watch so much or you you know I know we play a ton of games, so you know it's hard to keep up with watching us play so many games and the hard work that um, players can go through or do go through. And then when that moment, no World Series are happening, man. Like, you know, those are those are those are moments that um, and I, you could probably tell me this, like, you know, when you're watching it with your kids, those are moments that you're gonna remember for the rest of your life. Oh no question, yeah, my my so kid, my it, kid is locked in. Uh, you exactly. know, you've talked to him. He's he's mm-hmm. locked in on baseball. He he is one of the when the Yankees. He's a big Yankee fan. So much, which is why if you became a Yankee, it would be a good thing. But if uh, <laughs> he is, he was so devastated when they lost the wild card game. Like it was just it it affected him. He's eleven years old. He's sure. affected. You know what I mean? That's awesome, man. And and you know, and I mean with like, it's um. That's the love, like the the innocent love of the game. That you know that we're, it's kind of like a little bit different now. But you know, it's awesome to hear that um, your boy and I did get to talk to him, and I was like, oh my gosh, man, this this kid is like, you know, as like I was like having a, a super legit conversation with what I felt was a grown up. He's eleven. <laughs> How much he knew, you know, it was. It was <laughs> It was so awesome to to hear that. Well, that's what we love, dude. I mean, that's what, listen. A lot of kids love ba- baseball. A lot of kids love baseball. A lot of kids a lot of love a lot of sports. So it's it's good. But I want to. I'm a baseball fan, so I'm am trying to promote the sport and stuff like that. Uh, is there? Let me ask you one more thing about New York and baseball because <laughs> it's it just it's just a. Is there something about New York? 
currently right now that players talk about that is a is there a reason why they would not come to New York? Because I feel that that's something that's going on right now. There's a there's a search going on for for a, a baseball uh, uh, operations of baseball in, with the Mets with Steve Cohen. They can't find anybody. They can't find a GM. They can't find a manager. Uh, is there an issue right now that we don't see? Is there something with with the with the league as a whole that you've heard about New York? No, no. Because I mean, I could tell you right now. Um, um, my wife loves going to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that that uh, whenever every road trip or something like that that we go to New York, they they love coming. But I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's been. I think um, you know. With, I'll say I guess with the Mets, um, you know, it's been they've had some like very very unfortunate injuries. Um, I don't think, and I'm not. It's no pointing fingers or anything. I just feel like every year you, it's like a main part of that rotation will go down. Um, and to, to go through a 162 game season, that that's tough. You know, I mean, guys are going to go, you know, down, I get it. But, you know, when you're building um, something mainly on your starting pitching, it's kind of very unfortunate because, I mean, those guys are unbelievable. You know, it was, a, it was always like a crazy, you know, challenge facing those guys in New York. But um, I just, I mean, to any other, uh, to go any further than that, I, I probably couldn't answer that. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it's just, um, there's probably just way more that we can get deep into it, but um, I, I couldn't give you a, a short answer right now. There's something for sure that I don't know, but you might not sure. know, but I definitely think that there's something up, and I'm not really sure what it is, but we'll find out. And it's interesting you say about the injuries because then you look at the Braves and you see that Soroka's bit was out the whole season, the Cooney yep. Jr. out, and yet they're, they're here. It's, it's incredible, and that's, that's, that's what you have to look. You have to give it up for the Braves for being able to make those type of moves during the, during the trade deadline mm-hmm. to make them competitive. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's something like that's crazy. And by the way, I do know that you uh, like New York, and you're coming to New York next weekend because UFC 268 at MSG. What about that? How are you feeling? Uh, When's the last time you went to a, a UFC fight? Man. Um, when was the last time Stipe fought? Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, or at least in last time Stipe fought. In Cleveland, I, right? Was that in during, Cleveland? When I wasn't in season. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, it's been... Prior to obviously a uh, pandemic, I, I went like a year and a half without like ever going to, to without going to a fight and like the off season and stuff like that. That was like I like bookmarked. It was like put it on the calendar as soon as I could. As two to three or four fights a year, I was coming in. Uh, so I'm super excited. Um, I, t- I finally got to uh, talk my wife into it. Um, <laughs> Was it difficult? Uh, to, was she is, is your wife into the fights? Because I know, like my wife supports me in what I do, but she is not fully into watching the fight. Sometimes she's like, "This is just crazy, Pete. What are we doing here?" So um, it's it's funny because um, I could tell you that uh, she will, and I, she will be a little bit into the fights. We have a, a couple of buddies of ours that are fighting early on. Um, John Vellante, uh, Alexi right. Camilla, they're both fighting, but it's really early on. So she kind of like engages in that. Like she kind of likes to watch 
or not not likes to watch it. I mean, she kind of cringes a little bit, <laughs> but um, whenever it would be people that we know or friends of ours like Stipe, um, she would be just as nervous as I was, and she would get really like locked in. But um, any other fight that she doesn't know the people. She is, um, she's kind of like sightseeing. She's trying to see like <laughs> who the celebrities and who the people are there. But, um, I think at the end of the day, she, she, uh, she supports in the, the, the fan fanatic way that I have of, from, uh, as a UFC fan. So she, uh, she enjoys it or she tries to enjoy it. Did she, she did she allow you to watch the fights? Like I, my my wife was working around the house, she was painting the house, and I was like trying to watch the fights today. There was UFC two sixty seven. There's a free fight, free kind of pay per view, and I'm sitting there, and mm-hmm. she's like doing work around the house. I'm like, can I just watch some fights here? Did you did you were you able to get away and and watch some fights by yourself? No, no. I, well, yes, but I had it literally on my uh, main living room TV. <laughs> I had it going. Like she she knows how much I like it. Um, and she also knows that I haven't like actually been able to watch in a long time. Um, just cause you know, season and everything going on. I got to, you know, actually one of the benefits of going to the West coast, it was kind of like today, the fights were earlier. So I actually got to watch, you know, a lot of the fights without it being, you know, two o'clock in the morning and I got a day game the next day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but today it, it's kind of funny cause, uh, I tried to get my kids to watch it with me. Uh, I turned it on. Um, my son is kind of like, we'll watch it for a little bit. He like, we'll run a wrestle. And then he kind of like, okay, see you. But, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I had a lot of things going on today, but, uh, um, I definitely had the TV on in the living room watching it. My fa- my favorite moment was, I was, I forgot which fight it was, but it was, it wasn't today. It was a few months back. And one of my kids walked in on me, and it was one of the bloodier fights. And my 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 eight year old was like, "That's someone's job." He's like, "I'm like, yeah, it is." He goes, "Why didn't he quit? Why does he just quit doing that? Why would he want to do that?" And he kind of walked oh. out of the room. But it was funny because my my youngest and my oldest are locked in. They wanna they wanna watch fights with me and stuff like that. But what was your biggest takeaway of UFC two sixty seven? Who was the one? Obviously, Glover to share it, forty two years old, mm-hmm. winning I the mean, middleweight. That's unbelievable. Yeah. What was the big? What, what was the what was the biggest moment for you? Um, well, we talked a little bit about this. Um, Jan, I mean, not because we have the same name. But, <laughs> um, that guy is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, he, he's not, he wasn't fighting. Uh, he's actually fighting a guy that stylistically seemed like he was like way bigger than him, you know, from a, a range standpoint. Um, he, and we talked a little bit about it. It was like, man, when he throws combinations or, and everything, it, it's like so precise, so well aimed and like bombs. I mean, he is like, going all out but um the other two guys i mean and from the main card islam and um and Kimaev, i mean those guys are, are probably the two most talked about fighters right now and they kind of proved it again you know i mean devastation point, devastating form too i mean Jing like, leong was i think Jing leong's a legit fighter and he Kimaev just demolished him it was crazy yeah i mean every fight the that Lee has had. It's like a war. He takes it, you know, he's going to grind it out. You know, he's going to put out on battle. Come on, just went in there and just like grabbed him, lifted him up, started screaming, and then put him down and then 
choked him out. I was like, what? I mean, come on. <laughs> like, I almost like move him to a different weight class. But, um, the other, the other fight was, um, uh, out of the main card was, uh, Santos versus the, the French guy. Oh, uh, um, San something. Yeah, I for, I'm forgetting his name dude. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That talk was... about uh, a guy like I, was, I thought about that when you were, you were talking about your son. Um, yeah. Like I mean, this guy like there. It's just like a different like breed of fighters, man. And it's insane, man. Like this guy's getting absolutely destroyed. He can barely stand up. And the next thing you know, he's actually like putting on a good fight to finish the fight. And you got, you know, you got DC, Paul Felder, and all those guys telling him, like, like yelling to stop the fight. And then he actually still ended up putting a good fight. It was crazy, you know, but again, it's it's controversial, too, because that, that ref seemed to be a little lost as far as, and this is this is all sports, man. This is all sports, especially in baseball, too. You you know this. This has got to be yeah. frustrating for you because there, there are some refs or umpires that are just lost. And this guy, yeah. he missed a, a cup shot early on. I poked mm-hmm. He took away a point later on. For DeSantos, it made it made no sense whatsoever. But it, you know, you you must you must feel that on the regular too, with with with, with the umpires sure. and the, their their awful calls. Is there something where you feel like? I mean, again, this is the rarity of it. Usually, the the refs are a little bit better in in the MMA, mm-hmm. but but that's something where someone's life potentially could be yeah. ruined forever. Uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things that's like I you know you you can quote unquote relate. But it's really hard to, because I mean, like you said, it's, it's, you know, he he stands in there too long, and the guy could, you know, have some serious brain damage, and you know, have some really bad things happen. But, um, you, I mean, for me, I get to like have as much communication as I can with umpires to kind of like, you know, I get, you know, some calls are happening. I'm like, hey. Is there anything that I'm doing? Can I, you know, can I change the way I'm, like, moving? Can I change the way so I can present a ball better? Or, hey, what's going on? Like, let's slow the game down together. Like, we can, we got this. You know, like, if I'm, like, I'm, you know, I try to be as honest as I can um, with umpires. It is just tough when, you know, you're going to get your handful of guys that are just, you know, Hard asses, you know, they're, they're stubborn, they're hard asses. You, you try to have that kind of talk with them about how they're they're wrong. You know, you <laughs> never want to tell an umpire that they're wrong, and they don't have they can they they like start yelling back at you. And I'm like, all right, well, this is this is how we're gonna do. This is gonna be awkward next three hours because I'm gonna be right here under your nose. <laughs> when you see Angel Hernandez behind the plate, do you get nervous? <laughs> Man, you know what? Like, I get it, man. Like, he's he's made some very questionable calls, but it's kind of hard, man, because like he's actually like a really nice guy. Like, <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, I know. Terrible I know. Up. Like, people. I know people. You know, I actually just read something like this a couple of days ago. Um, who was it that um, tweeted it out about? You know, I like they understood when Tom Hallion made a call and I think like Darno or Maldonado turned around and they're like, Man, I know exactly what Tom Hallion's saying back. Like he's you know, saying like, Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll take a better look. Like umpires like being honest like that and and then somebody jumped on him, but you know, it's kinda it's hard because I know 
Andrew has made some man some interesting calls, but <laughs> interesting he, uh, is quite the uh, yeah, quite no, the way to spin I mean, it. <laughs> I, hey, I still have a job to play. <laughs> All right, yeah, for, we'll we'll edit this part out when I replay this later on. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I actually have known him for a really long time. I played with his nephew. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so we've always had that kind of like um, icebreaker every time I catch you know with him behind the plate, you know, I, me and his nephew played like travel ball in high school together and college together. So that should at least give you like one call your way per game. Well, <laughs> um, one call or just no bad calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jan Gomes joining us right now uh, really quickly. Cause I know that you have to go because you do have a little one that you have to take care of as well. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, I understand we have all the kids and stuff like that, but uh, what was the movie? Cause it, it's, it is Halloween. It's a Halloween theme today. I just had Rick Hoffman on from hostel uh, who, who uh, joined us a little while ago. What, what movie did you show the kids today? What, what, what Halloween, movie did you guys uh, watch together well it, yeah it was actually kind of funny because um my wife my wife and i and like her sisters have been like ordering a bunch of like halloween movies and two of them came in today you know halloween's tomorrow we're going uh trick-or-treating and going to some friends houses and it was between charlie brown halloween again i have a seven-year-old a four-year-old and a newborn mm-hmm. so we can't get too deep into halloween movies <laughs> with them. and then the other one was like a scooby-doo halloween which they, for some reason, picked that one. Okay. Um, yeah, we watched like a Scooby-Doo Halloween-themed uh, movie today. Um, both kids were, you know, actually, it was funny. We put them in the bed. It was like, hey, are you guys going to have nightmares? Or do I need to prepare for this? It's like, no, we got this, Dad. So that's, that's we're a both win. sleeping together. So. That, that, <laughs> that's a, listen, yesterday, so I, I know the kids, my kids today were fighting over the Charlie Brown. I think they were going to watch that into like Adam's Family, the, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we watched Ghostbusters, and my youngest came into my bed uh, about 20 minutes after we put him to sleep. and was like, ah, I'm just going to lay with you guys tonight. I'm like, uh, what happened? Are you scared? He's like, nope, nope. But he definitely watched Slimer oh, and was yeah. bugging out a little bit. But, yeah, dude, it, it was amazing to watch it, but it's it, you could see it already, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I mean, it's it's fun. Man. I mean, we were, you know, being home now, It's uh, we, we try to do as much as we can. Um, like, I mean, I, I hate to say like a normal family, but, yeah, like, just trying to be around more often, especially since I'm gone a lot. What do you What do you expect? Because the uh, last thing I have to ask about baseball is be, besides the fact that we, again, would desperately need you in New York, but that's besides the point. <laughs> the CBA, the CBA is coming up. Are you Oof. concerned at all? Um, no, no, because I feel like we have. Um, I mean, there's obviously some some things, and I, I know the thread of I think it was on Twitter a couple of days ago about a work stoppage or something like that. I'm, I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like if it, everything is done in good faith and negotiations go in good faith, um, the game should be, you know, moving forward as it usually does. Um, but I feel like we've had two years of like probably, um, catastrophic like changes, you know, with pandemic and all this happening, you're trying to like do so I feel like we've had two years to kind of like understand where we are on the spectrum of um, moving the game forward. Um, uh, again, I just hope uh, everything's, you know, done in good faith and we can, um, you know, just um, keep playing the game that we love and play it in front of the fans that, you know, that love the game. 
Listen, Jan Gomes, I appreciate the time, man. I'm looking forward to hopefully see you next week when you guys are in town. Uh, it's a pleasure, as always, to talk to you. And listen, if you if you had an opportunity to split time with Sega, because you're the best defensive catcher out there. I'm I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. If you, I looked at your well, numbers, dude. No, it's true. It's it's outrageous. The what you do to to people that try to steal bases on you, it's it's outrageous. The numbers are are outrageous. If you look it up, it's I think the league average is like somewhere around tw- low twenty percent of of, of uh, base stealers uh, versus catchers, and you're somewhere like I think you're forty percent, or that's where you were at one point this season. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. You're you are uh, uh you're ma- the only other Yadier Molina like. That's where you. That's where you are behind the plate. Let's let's be serious. That, well, that's that, the guy that we all inspire to be like. That's, uh, what, I'm, that's a, what I'm talking about, man. He's a legend in the game. So yeah, well, and, I appreciate that, man. And that, you, that you know that means a lot. Thank you. But and that's why I'm saying like the Yankees have been dying for that type of piece. So if you were here, I don't know what they're going to do with Gary Sanchez. They seem to love him. But would you ever be willing to split time with somebody? Is that something that's up your alley? I don't know. I mean, um, I feel like I'm at the position where uh, I still can be an everyday player. Um, I do, you know, it's one of those things I do better when I am an everyday player. But um, if the right opportunity comes, like I said before, you know, a chance to to win some games, make it deep in the playoffs. Hey, uh, you know, sometimes um, you got to take it what it is and, uh, you know, just play like I usually play. You know, uh, play hard, play play the game the right way, and uh, get rewarded in different in ways that you know playoffs are, are something that I'm always uh, you know I love having that under my belt. So um, you know, if it's going to make the team better to to take us even to playoffs, it is it is what it is. Well, you're you're. But I know you. But I know you're. I know you're a Mets guy. So I am a Mets. Anything helps, and then I go to New York or to Yankees. Are you uh, are you changing your no, no, I'm gonna go to Yankee Stadium with my Mets shirt on. That's okay, but my kids will be very happy. Listen, it, uh, listen, it's about helping the teams over here because right now we're at this, we're at the state right now where the the New York teams are a debacle. So I'm doing my best to like bring people over to help the teams win championships. Yeah. If I can do that myself, let's go. Listen, yeah. I know you can hit home runs at Yankee Stadium. I've seen it before. Well, let me tell you something about. Um, I would say you guys, but that kind of, that's gonna kind of sound offensive. You guys love hard. And you, you know, you. I don't want to say criticize hard, but like, oh, we do. You guys are just like, you guys just like, <laughs> are, 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 you know, you guys love. So I, I understand. Hey, I, I've, I've been, I've played in meaningful games at both of those stadiums, uh, and man, you, it's a, it's a fun environment around, around. That's for sure. Do you talk to? Have you talked to Francisco Lindor since he's played here at all? Um, just during the season, um, just little texts uh, here and there. Um, I actually missed the opportunity to text him out uh, when he heard his oblique because right. I had just hurt mine at the same time. Right. Um, so, you know, I can I, – I, I got, like, really good doctors to help me out, and um, I was trying to give him some advice on it. But I think I missed the opportunity on that, and he came back pretty soon. No, he was here. Yeah, I, again, you talk about you talk about a tough place to play. There was some controversy and stuff like that. And he, unfortunately, listen, Francisco Lindor is going to be here for quite some time, and I'm I I think he could do it. I think he can. I know a lot of no, there's, there's a lot I of skepticism. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he'll be all right, man. And um, I just think that you know, obviously, the big thing with New York, you guys are um, you guys are just brutally honest. Um, <laughs> you guys don't, like I said, you guys don't sugarcoat anything. 
Um, and I, you know, I love that about people. And, you know, if you're going to be honest, that's, I mean, I, you can't, can't be hurting my feelings. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you just got to play the game the right way and play to win. Well, that's why I appreciate too. Francisco even said it. He goes, you guys can, can criticize me as much as you want about my, my offense. Cause it's been terrible and it has been. So that's okay. But you can't knock the defense. And that is for true. For sure. He was great. But listen, yeah. young Gomes, yeah. I appreciate your time, man. Go put your kids, kid to sleep. Uh, I appreciate Let's do this again soon. And again, I'll talk to you next week, man. It's going to be good. UFC Absolutely. 268. I'll be, I'll be there. Uh, I think all weekend. So, uh, We'll definitely try to do something. Catch up. Awesome, Jan. I appreciate it, man. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon, bud. All right, man. See you, All right. Jan Gomes, again, uh, the top free agent catcher in MLB right now. He's out there. Yes, Yankee fans. He could be yours, potentially. We'll see what happens. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 